0: Hello everybody and welcome to English with Stephen. My name is Stephen Green and I am your host. A couple of weeks ago we looked at the origin of the word lockdown. It was hugely successful and lots of people commented on it on my various social media. It's great to have so many comments so thank you to everyone and I would encourage you if you like this episode to get in touch with your thoughts. Anyway, lockdown is such a depressing thing that I thought I would look at something a bit more positive and uplifting today. And recently, we have had reasons to be cheerful with the welcome news that there might, finally, be a vaccine to this terrible coronavirus. And we can all get out of lockdown and start meeting real people in the real world once again. So that is what we're going to look at today. The origin of the word vaccine. After this, this is the English with Stephen podcast. All of the episodes in this podcast are designed to help you learn English as quickly and effectively as possible. The episodes are short so that you can focus all of your energies on them. They also come with a transcript to help you understand and learn new vocabulary. You can find the transcripts as well as links to my social media and all the previous podcast episodes at EnglishwithStephen.com. If you decide that you would like to comment on this episode, or if you just want to follow me to see what I'm up to, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. On all of these platforms, my name is English with Stephen, but the easiest way to find me is to go to my site, englishwithsteven.com where you can find links to all my social media. If you have any comments or questions, please just let me know. I promise to answer everyone. And now, back to the origin story for the word vaccine. What do you think about when you hear the word vaccine? Do you think about science and medicine? The ability to prevent terrible diseases? The miracle answer to all our COVID problems? An international conspiracy led by Bill Gates and George Soros to implant microchips in the world's population and control us like something out of the film The Matrix? Apparently, 28% of Americans believe this. It's no wonder we have so many problems in the world. Whatever your associations, I bet it doesn't have much to do with cows, right? Yes, you heard me, cows. The animals that stand around in fields all day, eating grass, producing milk, the source of your steak and a hell of a lot of methane, and saying moo. You see, the word vaccine comes from the Latin for cow, vacca. And to explain why, I have to tell you a story. In the late 1700s, there was a disease common in cities called smallpox. If you caught this disease, you would probably survive, but you would have terrible scars all over your body and especially on your face. A man called Dr. Jenner lived and worked around Bristol in England. One day, he was talking to a woman who worked on a farm. She was a milkmaid as her main job was to collect milk from the cows on the farm. She told Dr Jenner that it was impossible for her to catch smallpox because previously she had contracted cowpox. There are many different types of pox that affect different animals. Smallpox affects humans and cowpox affects cows. The woman whose name has been lost to history, had some small marks on her hands, but nothing on her face. This got Dr. Jenner thinking, and he decided to try an experiment. First, he extracted the liquid from the hands of a woman who had cowpox. He then found an eight-year-old boy called James Phipps, who was the son of Dr. Jenner's gardener, and he cut the boy's arm. Next, he put the liquid from the woman's hand into the cut. The liquid included the virus called vaccinia, which is the Latin name for the virus that creates cowpox. Now, for modern listeners, this sounds positively barbaric. To infect an eight-year-old child with the pus or liquid from a different infected person. There were no clinical trials, no supervision and I'm pretty sure there was no such thing as informed consent on behalf of the boy or his parents. But this was the first time anyone had done such a thing. Nobody knew what might happen or what precautions should really have been taken. Anyway, six weeks later, the doctor took the boy and exposed him to smallpox. Indeed, the boy was exposed to smallpox a total of 20 times in his life, but never developed the disease. In fact, James Phipps lived until the grand old age of 65. Dr. Jenner's idea of transferring a relatively harmless disease to create immunity against a more powerful disease was truly revolutionary and over time has saved millions of lives. And, with any luck, his experiment with cows, milkmaids and young boys around Bristol over 200 years ago might give us a vaccination to escape from this Covid hell. That's all from me today. Please remember to leave me a message if you've liked this episode. I love hearing what people think about my work. You can find me on most social media, as English with Stephen or you can get links on my site Englishwithsteven.com. So long and stay safe English with Stephen is written, recorded and edited by me, Stephen Green The music you hear at the beginning and end was written and recorded by my friend and former student, Bepi. English with Stephen is recorded in Curitiba in the south of Brazil Remember, you can find past episodes, transcripts, social media links and much, much more on my site, englishwithsteven.com. Thanks for listening and good luck with your studies.